podcast brought to you in part by audible.com get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com wds to choose from over 85,000 titles for your ipod or mp3 player please hi i'm dan and i'm doug from hoobastank hi this is josie loren hi this is john bon jovi and i'm richie sambor hello I'm Tommy Lee. Hi, this is Molly Bryant. This is Alicia Witt. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Julie Mann. Hello, I'm Phil Collins. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner of The Apprentice. Hi, this is Chelsea Hobbs. Hey, this is Lindsay Lohan. Hi, this is Joy Nordenstrom of Joy of Romance, Inc. This is Alec Baldwin. Hi, this is Christina from Survivor Redemption Island. Hi, I'm Holly Jorgensen, creator of Make It or Break It, and you are listening to What Do They Say? Did you hear... Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? What do they say? Now you get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest found at whatduvaysaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvet Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is a man who doesn't need Thanksgiving to have a Black Friday, your host, <laughs> Robert Bob Duvet. I'm actually broadcasting to you today from inside a turducken. Oh, wow. So does that make it a turduck and or a turdog rob? A turrob? Yeah. I'm sorry, I have a hard time hearing you, Jason. I can't get out. My wife has sewed me into this turducken, and it's been a week now. I'm quite hmm. scared. Okay. Well, um, I'll try to wing the show myself this week, Rob, and maybe you'll make a tasty dinner for somebody sometime. Oh, that's a good idea. I want to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, we have any guests this week, turducken, Rob? It's been hard to book guests from inside this turducken, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't worry too much, but why don't you eat your way out? I'm out. I'm out of the turducken. <laughs> What's that? I was going to say, why don't you eat your way out? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not as, uh, it's really not as, uh, turduckens really aren't as um, uh, interesting as you would think. It's just a whole lot of poultry. Yeah, they're not like a ham stack or something that becomes something different when you put it all together. Don't you have to eat? each thing individually anyway they don't it doesn't all become one meat no no they're, they're all like one pile on top it's like a dagwood like a you know right or what are we talking what are we talking about jason of course we have guests i don't know seven layer dip we have one guest very 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 timely very topical a hard get reba really worked tirelessly on this one we have pepper spray on the show Oh wow, that's huge! They're, they're they're pepper spray is kind of art now. I know. Have you seen it? It's 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 a meme. Is it a meme or a meme? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've only seen that in print. I always pronounce it meme, but I think it's probably like meme. Meme. Yeah, I. Which is funny because all the uh, we'll have to talk a little bit about Occupy again because I actually put on my reporter's cap and went down to the Occupy San Francisco camp. 
Yeah, I saw your Twitter picture or something on our Facebook page. I forget where I saw it, but I saw a photograph of a bunch of tents. Yeah, in fact, I should tell people, uh, our Facebook page is on Facebook, and it's What Duvet Said. Type that in your little search, uh, Delio, and there will be an actual video. Numbers climbing. Oh, is there a video now? I didn't see the video. No, I'm going to put one up later today. I have it. I want to, you know, do a little trimming. Oh, you're going to trim your Christmas tree? (laughs) I'm going to do some creative editing with this video. No, um... Yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's coming up. But, but the thing with pepper spray is, uh, did you hear the story? I love the story about the woman who pepper sprayed all these shoppers around her so she could get first dibs on the Xbox. Oh, right, yeah. I saw the video, uh, but I couldn't actually see the pepper spraying happen. I just saw a bunch of bobbing heads and mayhem. That's how all those videos are starting to look. All, because citizen journalism has become like, you know, the, the thing and, and the news networks have bought into it. I don't know on your local stations down in L.A., but up here they're always like, send in your, you know, YouTube videos and, you know, camera pictures. And it's like kind of getting these news people off the hook for doing the work. Yeah, again, I never know what makes news or how that happens. Anyway, I bet I could videotape something and send it to the news and it wouldn't show up on the news at all oh i i you would you should have more confidence in your news jason no i don't i have no confidence and maybe it just be it might be i'm in a glum place this week i've been sort of glum for the past week or so but it really feels like i have no impact whatsoever no tell me of this glum where is this coming from listeners (laughs) gather around we need a big hug (laughs) thank you thank you Thank you very much. I was thinking of actually writing a piece for the What Duvet Said blog. Um, oh, please but do. I, I need, can't quite. We need pieces. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. See. See what I mean about me not having an impact. The I, you know, I'm on the SAG nominating committee this year for the yes the Screen Actors Guild Awards. So the uh, campaigns are in high gear now, and it shifted from getting invitations to go see screenings out and about. I still have a couple of those to go to, but now all the DVDs are arriving in my mail. And mm-hmm. I have a stack of them, probably 20, 25 of them. And there's there's probably about 17 or 20 of them that I, I, I have yet to watch. They're just piling up here. But I'm also getting the Backstage Magazine and Variety is now arriving in my mailbox and The Hollywood Reporter and this the section from the Sunday Times called The Envelope, which is specifically about awards season. And I'm getting these packages in the mail that are these beautiful prints of uh, scenes from the movies for your consideration, packages, press kits, uh, books that are just you know, overflowing with information and swag for all these movies. They just keep coming and coming and coming daily to my door. And I am being courted so strongly by these major movie studios to consider and make their film the great film here. And it's such a sham. (laughs) I mean, it's such a sham. (laughs) You know, first of all, that I am being... uh, Okay, see, this is why I can't formulate a, 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 an article on the blog about it, because I can't quite figure out my angle. Like, I am being, I, I'm like the prince of Hollywood. You know, I know there's lots of people who are on the nominating committee, and they're all being treated this way. But last year, the year before and next year, I'm going to mean zero to the 
major studios. But this year, uh, they really want me. You know, they're all the people yeah. from Bridesmaids really want me to vote for them for best cast. The the Andy Serkis really wants me to consider him a serious actor for his work in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And it's such a marketing, it really displays the power of money and marketing behind any sort of campaign that it's it's just like, it's just soured me to the whole business. <laughs> well, understandable. I, I deal with some of that with the uh, the music writing where... I'm bombarded daily with, you know, the publicists hyping their next band. And when I turn them, you know, have to turn them down. I can't go see every show. Every band can't possibly be the second coming of, you know, the Beatles. And when you turn them down, they're like, oh, okay then, fine. You know what I mean? It's like, what? I just wrote you, you know, a love letter about this other artist that I was excited about. I'm putting them on the podcast what more do you want from me? It has to be everybody. It's all or nothing with you people. Yeah, I know. Um, Don't let it get you down, Jason. Don't no, it's, let it get you down. Well, there's other things getting me down, but the the I get this book that I in fact it just came in the mail. It's the Screen Actors Guild eligibility booklet. So it's every single uh, performance that's eligible for the Screen Actors Guild awards this year. And uh, I can tell you here, let me just flip to page two here. There's a fella, an actor by the name of Dustin Milligan. Going to give a shout out to Dustin Milligan right here. Hi there, Dustin Milligan. Good to hear from you, boy. Right. So Dustin Milligan plays a character named Nick in a movie called Shark Night 3D. Now, do you remember Shark Night 3D when it came out? Oh, who didn't? Okay. <laughs> I waited. Right. I camped out front. I can assure you that I have received absolutely zero postcards in the mail, no screeners of Shark Night 3D in all of these magazines that I keep getting over and over and over again. There's nary a full page ad for Nick Milligan. <laughs> now, Nick Milligan might have been a fantastic actor in Shark Night 3D, but. It, there's no way for me to know. I mean, I suppose I could go rent Shark Night 3D, but I guarantee you, no matter how hard I push and vote and and speak my voice for Nick Milligan, he's not going to get a nomination. And I already know right now who's going to be up for an Academy Award, who's what movies are going to be happening here. I have 20 of them, 25 sitting right here, but I know exactly that there's a few of them that aren't going to happen. And as much as, and the other thing that's interesting is there's a couple movies that nobody has seen and there's an actor that nobody knows about and they're probably going to get nominated because of how much press and money is behind their uh, campaign to get them voted. I think we should occupy something. I think we should occupy something. I think we should camp in front of, what's her name? Let's see. Elizabeth Olsen's house. We should occupy Elizabeth Olsen. Ooh, I like occupying Elizabeth Olsen. Is she hot? Well, let me tell you something. Let me ask you this as a non-movie going person. You know, yes. you have your finger I, on the pulse of it. Yeah, you have your finger on the pulse of the entertainment industry, yeah? Well, you know, I pay attention. Well, you see, you see bus ads or, or billboards or, yeah. you know, you, you look through the paper, you see print ads for movies that are coming out, right? Yeah, when I'm not stuffed inside a traducan. Right, exactly. So have you heard of a movie called um, 
Martha Mary May Marlene? Uh, no. Okay. Um, have you heard of the actress Elizabeth Olsen? I have not. Okay. Is she one of the Olsen twins? <laughs> Interesting that you say that. She is not one of the Olsen twins, but she is the Olsen twins' sister. Ooh. Yeah. Threesome. Uh, yeah. So I haven't seen Menage this movie. de Olsen. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie. I don't know how good she is. I will watch it. I do have it here, and I will watch it, uh -huh. and she might be spectacular. But I can, I, I, I just know. it. I'm turned off by her because I know that there's the might of the Olsen Empire mm. behind pushing this actress to win an Academy Award. What has she been in before? What has she done before? And is she the best actress of this year? I don't know that you – I have a problem with, the, you know, the Grammy Awards came out, which mean nothing to me. I don't think it represents anything, you know, close to the best of what's going on in music. I don't know that the Academy Awards – I don't think you can put a best on works of art or creative performances. I think it's, uh, it's something – it's a lot of glad-handing going on by industry folk. And, uh, you know, Kanye West is – up for nine awards and i'm like thinking to myself did he even have an album out i didn't know that you know no he did something with jay-z is that what it's a for no it just seems like kanye west always is up for awards whether he has an album out or not he just gets awards but that's what i mean it's just money he yeah. he's paying people to get his name out there and people who are lazy unlike me you know, who actually watches all these movies and pays attention. I, I think I said this before, but a movie called The Artist, which thankfully is getting a lot of buzz because it's really a great movie. And what happens is people watch this movie and say, wow, this is a really great movie. And it's getting buzz because people are seeing it and enjoying it, as opposed to being told, we've said this many times, being told what we're supposed to enjoy and 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 vote for and you know, this movie called The Descendants by the guy who directed Sideways, which stars yeah. George Clooney. Ugh. Mm -hmm. He's good in it, but terrible. I tell you. It's not terrible. It's just not... Who cares? It's, it's not... I'd be interested if anybody in the audience saw it and would like to email us, said at gmail.com, because your emails mean so much, to tell me what you really thought of this movie without hearing anything about it. If you didn't know that this was Oscar bait movie, that it's supposed to be one of the best movies of the year, if you just walked in and watched it, or rented it, would would you love that movie? You hear that, Duvet Nation? <laughs> it's a call to arms. <laughs> anyway, didn't mean to go off quite so much on the perils of having free movies arriving at my house and how glum that makes me. It's okay, you're you're glum, chum. I am glum, chum. You want to hear about my Occupy Wall? It's not even Wall Street. They're not occupying Wall Street. Who, who are these people kidding? Yeah, tell me about it. There was a big sweep down here in L.A. It's If you believe yeah. the liberal media, it's all gone now. I heard they left uh, 30 tons of garbage behind. Oh, God. I guess this isn't an eco-friendly movement. The great thing, too, is all the, the cost of just policing and cleaning and maintaining it's like literally in the hundreds of thousands and then when these people wonder why there's budget shortfalls for things like education and whatnot it's because of all this fucking stupid shit yeah exactly as, as, as a finite amount of money people there's there's just a finite amount of money i know everybody thinks the government just prints it and they do 
But that's what's getting us into this whole mess that we're in anyway, that everybody's, you know, up in arms about. So, but it's not the government, you know, it's the, it's the, you've seen that video, haven't you? The video that started this whole thing. Probably. I don't know. I try not the, to, the, the videos, I don't know. I tr they always seem uh, heavy handed and, and, and worked over. No, there's some economist who stands at a, a, a blackboard or a, a dry erase board and he explains how the economy is in trouble. And he explains, you know, he does it in about two minutes and he draws little pictures. And I forget mm -hmm. what it's called. And so I'll maybe we'll put a link for it on the blog for those people. Or actually, even better, we can put a link on our Facebook page. So if people want to find it, they'll have to like us on our Facebook page to find it. Ah, yes. There you um, go. But, you know, he explains the whole 1% thing. He explains how money goes into corporations and then corporations are making big profits, but are then in turn not uh, giving those profits to workers. So the wages have stayed the same since the 80s. So the cost of living has risen up, but the companies are making more money, keeping all the money and not giving it to the workers, basically, is the short version of it. So that's the whole 1% thing. Mm. So I don't know what complaining to the government does about that. I mean, I guess you can complain to the government about how they're listening to the people with the money. But that's what I mean. It's the exact same thing as these Oscar campaigns. The people with the money in Washington are the same as the Olsen twins, basically. Like the people in, in Washington, those fat cats in Washington, listen to the, the Olsen twins who show up with all their money and sit in their lobby and say, this is what needs to happen for, for us to work and, and make this a good country. And they go, okay, fine. They don't listen to us who have no money, who aren't paying attention. That we're not. We're the. I don't even remember the guy's name. We're the Dustin McGilligans. Uh, ooh, yeah. See, <laughs> poor, poor Milligan. <laughs> and his rainbow. I picture Milligan having a rainbow. <laughs> uh, so you tell want, me you about. You want to hear about my freaking Occupy story? <laughs> yes, I do. Tell me about it. Well, I've been doing a lot of uh, critiquing of it and, uh, you know, using the podcast as a, as a way to, to vent. And I decided I had occasion to go yesterday past the encampment because I was going to some uh, photography exhibit. And I figured, well, I'm going to go look at it and see what it's all about. And then when I got there, it's a tent city. And as I got there, I saw that tourists were actually strolling through. So I figured, oh, I'll go walk through it. So I walked through it. And <sighs> Jason, it was exactly as I knew it would be. The people that are there occupying are not people like me or you who are upset, disenfranchised, you know, unemployed in my case. Um, they are the exact people that are living in tents in Golden Gate Park here. It, it, that's all it is. It's just a bunch of pit bulls running around. It is so dirty, as my video will illuminate. It's the kids, you know, my name's, you know, Hawk Boy, you know, and, I, and they got piercings everywhere, and they're not protesting anything. They're just, they have a place to stay. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I, I might have went at a good time because I think they're going to move the camp, literally move it. The city is pitched. Well, we don't want you here anymore because this is a high profile, you know, area and businesses are being upset by it and everything. So we're, we're going to offer you this vacant lot in the mission between two 
unused buildings. <laughs> and at first they were like, this is unacceptable. And then they, you know, got, I guess, you know, a little arm twisting and they were like, well, look, it's this or nothing. And the people are like, I think if they could come on a couple more of our demands, this will be acceptable. And I'm like, what, how is this part of any movement at this point? If your whole idea is to draw attention to whatever it is you're drawing attention to, and then you're going to let the city relocate you to some faraway place that's not connected at all with Wall Street or anything, really. Yeah. It, you know, what is it? What is it? So I walked around and, uh, you know, was, took some pictures, took a little video, and, you know, was just kind of disheartened by the whole thing. There was one guy who had a sign that said, Hail, Hail Satan, abolish all government. And I'm like, really, is this what the movement is all about? Like, this is the the slogan and the face you want on your Occupy tent city in San Francisco is to abolish all government and to hail Satan. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, when so, I was uh, in high school, I was really into Satan. I'm way into Satan, man. It has nothing to do with Satan. I think <laughs> Satan's the kind of leader we need right now. <laughs> Hey, come on. Like, now that's just what they want you to believe. Government? Do really, it's Satan, I, I'll tell you this much, would not be for abolishing government. That's what does his handiwork. Oh, yeah, exactly. I would think of all the people who would want to have a firm grip on the community, it would be Satan. Absolutely. That's how you get things done. You need a bureaucracy in place. Confuse people, send them on a little, you know, goose chase. And then, you know, through that, you're able to maintain some sort of order and control. Yeah. Hey, maybe that, that kid with the piercing's onto something. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, he's onto something. Then the other flip side of his sign said, vote for me for president and pope. Oh, that just gives a grave misunderstanding of the political process and the papal process. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't like his chances for either. But it, it was – I kind of was going there hoping that you know maybe I would see something that would catch my eye that would be like, oh, okay. I mean there's there's people there that I'm sure are, are good intention and whatnot. But boy, it's it's got to be hard living out there. Um, it, it just looked really dirty and you know it's just a bunch of fucking tents, man. I don't know. I don't know. So, and I noticed on my Facebook news feed that there's been a, there, since Thanksgiving, there's been a lot less chatter about, you know, the problems because people are now firmly into holiday mode and shopping. Yeah. You know, they're not into politicizing and protesting. Well, maybe we could, yeah, I, I, I that's interesting. I wonder if people will not shop at major brand stores. I, I just wonder it didn't if the same people... They had the opportunity. Well, it didn't happen. I just feel like the same people who are crowing about the miserable uh, economy and why there aren't no, any jobs and want to sit around and occupy things are the same people that have the time to sit outside of Walmart for, uh, you know, camp outside of Walmart for seven hours and then pepper spray people to get their cheap Xbox. Yeah, what well, I don't know. I just, let's not even talk about it. It's making me glum. But look for the video on the Facebook page soon. Let's do. Uh, you say it, Jason. Oh, you mean news? Yes. Do the news with me. I think we should stop Jason having Nicholas. pepper spray on as a guest because it just brings us all down. 
It does, man. Pepper spray is not, you know, pepper spray's just been thrust into the spotlight. No, yeah, it's like, really... you know, it's not an entertainer, pepper spray. No, no, it's not. Uh, but so maybe we can get into some more fun and frivolity by our crazy look on the news. <laughs> ha! All right, here's one. Are you a fan of Michelle Bachman? Uh, not really. I mean, do you think she's hot at all in any way, shape, or form? Uh, I've heard she's hot, but much in the same way that Whitney Cummings is hot for a comedian, I believe Michelle Bachman is hot for a politician. I just uh, was looking in the the uh, the Huffington Post, and there's Michelle Bachman and her giving a video uh, about uh, evolution only approach in schools uh-huh. amounts to censorship by the government because she's a big fan of this intelligent design, and I know you're intelligent. Yeah. And so my question to you is, what, what is? Can you just in a you know a nutshell, what is the, the? I don't pay attention to the intelligent design. What is it? What is it? <laughs> uh, well, intelligent design is that there is a deity, a being, who created intelligent beings, uh, you know, without the process of having to grow into intelligence, uh, I okay. believe is okay. the easiest way of saying it, that, that God created man, and man is a being that came out full-formed as man without having to go through any growth process from fish or so or are these people saying that god created like a, a neanderthal yeah well sure but uh, you know i don't think i i don't think that's something that you can come up with but e- even if god created a neanderthal then a neanderthal yeah. is something that was created and that is a thing god created a fish god created the beasts in the field god created man and they're they're all exactly as they have been created uh, and um, they are there for man for man's consumption, much like this rhinoceros that just was declared extinct uh, in the last month. Oh, bummer! Um, but uh, our, our Neanderthal friends, or our whatever the other you know the other line was, um, but these things evolved, right? Like no. God didn't just all of a sudden put down like you know a uh, a an Elizabethan or whatever, you know, a Renaissance man. Like there's been a evolution of, you know, like Neanderthals are pretty much like big apes, right? More or less. Yeah. But they're a different species is the idea between intelligent design that first off the Renaissance isn't a form of evolution. Man has been the same. Cultural evolution. (laughs) Man has been the same since God created him. And all we are doing is using the tools that he has given us. And, you know, if, if the, from my understanding, and I, this isn't what I believe, because it just doesn't make any sense to me, but my understanding from the intelligent design people is that if Steve Jobs was around during the time of the, you know, Egyptian occupation of Israel then they would have had iPhones. Why? Oh, because he would have invented it? Well, yeah, because man hasn't changed, you know? The tools are available at all times. God has provided all these tools, and it's up to us to know what to do with them. So if Steve Jobs had lived then, he would have had the tools 
that God provided for him, and he could have come up with an iPhone at that point in time because th there is no evolution and there is no growth from one thing to another. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I there is. So, do they concede at all that early man evolved into modern day man? I don't or think so. Is it just like we we were just human beings with all this ability, untapped ability? And then we just decided one day to like, you know, not smother ourselves in our own excrement and club each other over the head. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's 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 the tools that are given. Here's I, I, I believe uh, what the idea behind it is, um, is that. So, I mean, for example, in the Bible, there's a phrase that describes rain coming in as. Uh, the earth is covered by sort of a, a, a filament or a window and God slides open the window and that's how rain comes in because there's water up above. He slides open the window and that's why rain happens. Um, and the reason that is stated that way in the Bible because at the time, the, the that was what they could understand. Um, so God provides what is necessary at the time for the people to understand. All right. Well, I'm not going to spend too much time on this intelligent design stuff. It doesn't sound very intelligent to me. <laughs> what does this have to do with Michelle Bachman, though? Uh, she was just talking about it. It made me, it made me I, I realized I didn't know much about it, and I figured you would. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know just enough to make me not interested in intelligent design. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. If you have any questions or am I speaking out of my arse about intelligent design, you can let us know what do they said at gmail.com. Or you could probably get on to listen to the Bible yourself by joining audible.com. Audible's got 85,000 different titles for you to listen to. They are our sponsor, and they know that you're coming from us. If you visit audibletrial.com slash WDS, the WDS stands for What Do They Said, and you can listen to as many books as you want uh, by joining them and getting your downloads. You get 14 free days to check them out. You get tokens for a free audiobook download, so you can get one for free. If you choose to stay on, you can buy as many downloads as you want with your subscription, and uh, you get a free token every single month by staying on, so it's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. Are you reading anything, listening to anything right now from Audible, Rob? No, nothing on Audible, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe you can listen to something. Uh, audibletrial.com slash WDS, audibletrial.com slash WDS, audibletrial.com slash WDS. So, Come Rob, as a check, Audible! <laughs> do you think that... Uh, Putting uh, intelligent design in school and teaching that instead of evolution is a... Shocker! It's a... Shocker! <laughs> Whatever. I okay. don't care. I thought intelligent design had something to do with, uh, you know, uh, whatchamacallit. I don't know. God is intelligence. He makes the design. Uh, evolution is random. That's the difference. I don't know. Uh, moving on. We got... Uh, let's do topics of discussion. Okay. Guy uh, tattooed a steaming turd on his girlfriend's back, ex-girlfriend's back. She found out he, she was having an affair with his best friend, and uh, he's a tattoo artist. And so she's like, you know, she didn't, she didn't know that he knew about this affair. So she thinks she's getting this like 
scene from uh where is it she wanted uh oh i don't know god anyway she thought she was getting some mouse instead she gets a steaming turd with flies on her back shocker not shocker (laughs) (laughs) now this is a topic of discussion we don't need to deem it a shocker or not i've heard about this actually and uh i hear that the artwork of the steaming pile of turd is spectacular it is the guy did a hell of a job (laughs) i think it's funny ah that's good don't cheat there you go yeah that's the lesson in that or if you're going to cheat don't go visit your tattoo artist boyfriend yeah that sounds terrible all right here's another one urine powered video game so it's a bunch of men there's a video goes with this one there's a bunch of men in a london bar peeing into a toilet and they're their urine, the, 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 you know, the hydraulic, I guess, nature of the urine is powered video games. So they can play video games while they pee because people have to be entertained fucking every moment of their lives. Apparently. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I uh, thought and I've always thought that a great marketing thing to do is at uh, whenever you're at a club to take a flyer or your business card for whatever your company is and laminate it and throw it into the urinal because people will, every dude who comes in there will see it and nobody will take it out of the urinal. <laughs> uh, that's great, man. That's, see, that's some guerrilla marketing right there. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So it, feel free to pee on the WDS logo wherever you go. <laughs> we have to get some of those and coming to a toilet near you wds what's the game i mean how do you play do you know i i don't know i i didn't even i'm not even looking that closely at, at these things <laughs> we've got a bang up show this week hail satan <laughs> really it's funny because our numbers have been growing like we're, we're reaching more people and this is like we're gonna just we're phoning in this one people <laughs> <laughs> Well, for all, uh, in, in the interest of full disclosure, I have an enormous day today. I have a lot of things that I have to run out and do. So both Rob and I are recording the show considerably earlier than we would normally be doing it. So we don't really have our game face on. And I got one foot out the door already because I have to. I have a hard out today, Rob. I know, man. I, I, I can, I can, uh, I, I can I can feel it, and I want you to succeed at it. I want you to knock the glum those glum shoes off and go and. Seize the day because you do matter. <laughs> this show matters. I know, I know, I know. It would just be, uh, it would be wonderful if all this hard work that I put in and doing everything that I do all day, every day, was either compensated uh, financially, or if I felt like if I didn't do the thing that I do every single day, that someone might say, "Oh, hey, we miss you." I don't see that ever happening. I feel like today. And for the past couple of days, if I just like pulled the plug on everything and said, I'm not doing any of this stuff anymore and I'm just going to hibernate and, and take do things by myself, that people would be like, oh, OK. Yeah, I get you. That's my daily struggle, especially with the blog. And it's like, does it matter? Am I just shouting into the wind? You know, and then I'll get somebody that will write me a letter and say, hey, you know, check out my new band or something like that. And I'll be like, oh. Wow, a genuine like not a publicist, but like an actual. Yeah, I listen to your show; it's great. Um, would you give my band a listen? And then it always makes me happy. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, here's another. We'll just do a couple, one more, one or two more news stories, and then we'll talk about TV shows, and then uh, we'll we'll both greet the day, and you people can decide what you want to do with this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move into in other news. 
you know that uh, there's a study going around that says the laptop Wi-Fi could nuke your sperm? Yeah, that's been going around for a while, though, hasn't it? I think so. I think now there, there's more science behind it, but uh, I always felt, I got this great thing. There's a Ross that opened up down the street from us, and they had one of those, uh, it's like a laptop table thing with like the bean bag underneath, and then a little flat surface you put your laptop on, and then you could rest that on your lap. Oh, yeah. Well, that's similar to our friends over at the Chill Pack Hollywood Hour. That's, that's their, their whole thing. They're sponsored, the Chill Pack. Dean invented the Chill Pack. Which you sit. Oh, is that what that is? The yeah. chill pack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sit your laptop on top of the chill pack and you rest it on your lap and it, it cools so you don't have that hot nuclear radiation killing your sperm. Oh, kudos. There you go. Not a, not a sponsor, but there's a quick plug there for our buddies over at the chill pack. Hollywood Hour. Absolutely. It's a, it's a hell of an invention. I always felt. You know, you can kind of feel it when you just rest the laptop on your lap. You could feel like, you know, there was just this holocaust of sperm going on. <laughs> well, it seems to me that nobody would would drive their car sitting on the hood. You know, wouldn't it, you know, don't, yeah. don't you stop your car and then feel the heat coming off the hood? I mean, unless you're a cat who's who's trying to warm themselves, I would never rest my nuts on the hood of the car. <laughs> no you wouldn't <laughs> don't start now jake <laughs> and yet i would rest a laptop I, I still don't rest my, a laptop on my lap Every, i've always put a, uh, a a a cushion between you know and of course now i have the I chill pack dennis i went to the dentist and i i ripped off one of those radiation things they make you put on before they do the uh, x-rays uh, uh don't even talk about the dentist that also might be why I'm. i born. know yeah, I know. You're better now, right? Uh, I am, but I have to go back. For, for those who are are not hip to what has been going on with me and the dentist, I had to have a root canal two days ago. Oh, uh, even hearing it. And they, uh, they they do it in two parts now, they, supposedly. Really? Yeah, I no went fucking in. Fucking miniseries. I know, it is. I went in on Tuesday and they did it, and they said, okay, come back to two weeks, and we'll finish it up. So then I have to go back in two weeks and finish it up, and then I have to go back to my regular dentist, who's then going to put a crown on it, uh, which is just going to be, like, so much money that I can't even, I can't even grasp it. Uh, here's something to grasp. Do you know that the top ten baby names are out for 2011 oh, for boys and girls? God, you know what? I, I want to hear this, but then I have a complaint. So hit me up, and then I'll complain. Oh, yeah. Let's do the baby names. Top 10 girl yeah. names of 2011. I'll read them off to you, and then you can tell me, uh, are these uh, future strippers? <laughs> or is there hope for this generation of, okay. of women? Uh, top name, baby name of 2011, Sophia. Oh, that's kind of pretty, Sophia. I like that. Then you have Sophia, Emma. Yeah. Seems like we're going back into a, like a, the Victorian age with these names. Isabella. Olivia. Ooh, ending in A was big in 2011. Ava. Okay, but I'll, yeah, can I also point out that of these five names that you've read me right now, Sophia is Sophia Vergara, who's on Modern Family. Emma is Emma Watson, who's in the Harry Potter movies. And then uh -huh, uh, what uh -huh. was the other one that you said? The uh, Olivia. Seven? Ava. Ava Gardner. <laughs> Ava Gardner. No, the one before that, number seven. Olivia, oh, like uh, Olivia Nunn. Yes. Yeah, no, I, because people, uh, yeah, I mean, people name things about what's 
you know, what's popular, what all, know what it is. It's like if one mommy names her kids something on the, uh, on the us or them magazine, then every, then all of all mommies, that's the only thing they can focus on is because they want to have a baby just like them. Um, yeah. And then here we get into some stripper names, Chloe Madison. <laughs> Madison's been around and for then, a long time. Yeah. Madison. I don't like that. Name. Madison sounds like she's going to grow up to be a bitch. Yeah, she's going to grow up to be Sybil Shepherd in Moonlighting. Exactly. And then Emily, and the last one is Abigail. So clearly there's a trend, I think, going back to, because Abigail and names like Isabella and Olivia and Ava, they, to me those, those harken back to a, another age. Well, Isabella harkens to Bella, as in Bella Swan from Twilight. Oh, of course. That's what they'll call her, too. Bella yeah, and then Abigail. The yeah, I don't know Abigail. Abigail always reminds me of a, a friend of the show. Matt used to wake up every morning because his neighbor would be calling for his kitty. His cat yeah. would be like out, and he would he would wake up every morning to someone going, Abigail, Oh God, that's terrible. Abigail, Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, here's the boys. Uh, Aiden. Jackson. Aiden. <laughs> Mason. Liam. Jacob. Jacob. Jaden, Ethan. Noah. Lucas. Logan. What happened to fucking Dan? And, and you know, Rob. And fucking John. Yeah, but again, people aren't naming people based on their heritage or their family or their grandparents or carrying on any sort of name anymore. They're naming their kids based on what they see on television. And what they see on television and on movies are what people are paying them to see on movies and television. Why isn't anybody named Nick, right? Poor Nick Milligan from Shark Night 3D is getting nothing. Let's champion Nick Milligan's cause. Nick, we are behind you. We are going to get you that SAG award for Shark 3D. <laughs> it's going to happen. I like it. Now I have a reason. A cause salam, if you will, Jason. Yes, exactly. You know what? I have to look in the book again just to make sure that I'm saying his name correctly. <laughs> because I might right have there, forgotten. Milligan. Yeah, it you is Milligan. Oh, it's award. Dustin. Sorry, Dustin Milligan. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Milligan. Maybe we get I him on the show. When he was Nick, I like him better when he was Nick Milligan. Sorry, yeah, Dustin. Exactly. I can't get behind that. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I was in when you were Nick. Right. Okay, so here's my complaint. Yes, please complain. That's what this show is for. Get it out. Recording date of this, I know uh, drop, street date is December 2nd, but we're recording this now on December 1st. It's the first day of December. Yes. Okay? Yes. And I heard all sorts of people complaining about Christmas starting early and why they don't want to see Christmas mm. decorations before Thanksgiving. It's December 1st, and I already have seen uh, a couple of lists for 2011. And I went, oh, my God, that's right. Every year I got to go through the list of things from the year before. It's the first day mm -hmm. of December, and I'm already seeing these lists. We got a whole month left. How do we know that there isn't going to be some spectacular tragedy or some wonderful thing that happens that everybody's going to be tweeting and talking and liking about on Facebook you know. Yeah, well, they there that will happen, and I agree with you. It gets early. I, I thought you'd give the 2011 list like usually you wait until maybe that week between you know 
Christmas and New Year's and then, you know, in the new year. But I'm getting all of them for the records, you know, people's lists of the best records of the year. And uh, it makes me not want to do my list even more, A, because there's work involved in it, and B, because <laughs> it's just the same freaking albums and then i was thinking about the ones i was going to put up there and i'm like going, well these guys already did it for me there you go there if my my top 50 is the same as their top 50 how about that yeah exactly yeah i think there we should only do 50 good records that come out and the, the people at pitchfork named them all there right done yeah. done and done well we should do a big push though to add dustin to the list of popular baby okay. names before the end of the year He's number 11 in my book. Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> followed right after Logan comes Dustin. <laughs> Hail Satan. Big, uh... <laughs> Hail Satan. Where's Satan on the list? I don't see any. Uh, what, what's it? Netastrafu? Nostastrafu? <laughs> Nosferatu? Is that what you're trying to do? That's what it was. Thank you. And didn't he have another one? Metastopheles or something like that? Well, there's Mephistopheles, yes, but Nosferatu is a vampire. Uh, I don't think that's the, uh, another name for Satan. Uh, okay, so our baby's named uh, Aiden and uh, uh, Lily, a shocker? <laughs> shocker! Lily, again, Lily is uh, Harry Potter's mom's name. Oh, God. See, I don't follow the Harry Potter thing. Now I'm seeing it. You're right, Jason. Everything you've said is right. Thank you. This is where we are all just slaves to the man and marketing and the 1%. Elizabeth Olsen and the Olsen twins are running this country, people. They're running this globe. <laughs> well, and the other thing that just makes me think that we're under this shroud of, of, of I don't know, of, of disinformation. And we're like, you know, the allegory of the cave here. We're watching the shadows on the wall. Have you seen uh -huh. the the post that's going around of the cover of Time magazine this week? Uh-uh. There's there's uh the international editions of Time magazine, like every the Asia edition, the Europe edition, the whatever editions, they all show like uh this picture of a man in a gas mask and he's or you know a cop walking down the street of the occupy movement and it says something about revolution on the cover. Okay, okay. The American edition has a cartoon dude with a little red uh, something in his stomach, and it's a, a pale blue background, and it says, Why Anxiety is Good for You. <laughs> That's turning a frown upside down. <laughs> That's what we're getting in America. That's the news we're getting. We're not getting about revolution. In America, you know what's funny? Time. I'm glad you brought that up because I do have to relay one more thing that I saw as I was observing the Occupy movement. So I was kind of standing off to the side, and I saw this group of you know, again, just you know, young. We would have called them like you know, street kids, um, urchins. And one one of the guys had constructed out of a two liter soda bottle. He'd cut it in the, uh, the you know halved it cored it out and then wrapped it with some sort of tape around the edges and he was holding it up to his face he's like going see we can make a ton of these it's perfect perfect for the, if they come in with the tear gas we just put this two liter thing over our face and the, the, all this the, you know his lackeys were all like going yeah how many of these do you think we can make 
That's what they're doing at Occupy. They're making gas masks out of two liter bottles. Because nothing makes you breathe better than putting plastic over your mouth. Yeah, exactly. When they're firing hot projectiles at you. (laughs) (laughs) Go nuts! (laughs) Occupy everything! Oh my goodness. So, um, okay. Uh, that was news in other news in related news. I guess we should talk about our shows. There was no Pan Am this week. Um, and I know you're not no, watching no, anyway. There's not going to be much Pan Am. Uh, I, sorry, Starry Mag, but, uh, Bob Duvet was right. And he got the, he got the straight dirt from the hot French flight attendant who tweeted that, uh, looks like it's curtains for Pan Am. They, they're probably going to squeak through into January uh, with an episode or two more, but beyond that, it looks like it's done. Hmm. It's gone the way of American Airlines. Wow. All right. Well, I'll watch the final two episodes and, you know, that'll be the end of that. I'm kind of happy it uh, that I don't have shows to watch. It really frees up my plate to watch all these movies totally. that the liberal media are forcing upon me. I agree. I've been getting so much more reading done. I've been watching better shows. So, uh, you know, Pan Am, we wanted, to, we really wanted to champion it. It never really, for me, it never knew what it, what kind of show it wanted to be. And then the show it ended up being was just not what I had signed on for. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's no Whitney, that's for sure. All right, let's talk about, though, uh, you're not watching The Amazing Race. I'm not, but if you want to catch me up and let me know what happened, and for those in our audience who enjoy our recaps every week, I'll, I'll defer to you and eat a banana. We, uh... <laughs> An intelligently designed banana? <laughs> monkey? This banana came out. You know, uh, a friend of mine, I, I'm going to use a, a trick that a friend of, listener of the show, listener Alan, taught me how to do, how to open a banana the way chimps open bananas. Actually, I'm going to do that right now since I only have one hand. Women open bananas differently? They do. They, uh, you know, the, the top of the banana, which most people yeah. peel from, the part with the stem sticking out on the top of? Yes, yes. If you go, if you turn the banana upside down and then just pinch the other end of the banana, it pops right open. Interesting. I'm going to give that a try. I eat a banana every day. So I I have time to experiment with these things. So amazing race. The old folk, old folk got bounced this past week. Oh, I don't like to Um, hear that. Yeah, they were good though. I I, I like the the race they ran. Um, Still got that annoying uh, couple from San Francisco are still in contention. Your your, uh, skate bros or snowboarders are still in it. Yeah. Brody and Brody and Cody, and then we have uh, uh, my guy Amari and his lovely wife, the football player, still in it. Hmm, okay. And who is the last group? Uh, oh, oh, the, yes, the uh, the mixed uh, couple, the the Asian girl with the uh, the white guy. Right. The, the really oh, beep beep the really anal retentive group. Yes, yes, yes. Still all the, the, so that's your that's your final. Four going into I guess the last couple episodes. So there you go, and that's all I got for Amazing Race. It isn't. You're right, Jace. It's mm. um. It's not. It didn't get me this year like it has in years past. And I'm just watching it because I've invested a lot of weeks into it. So I'm gonna finish it out. But uh, yeah, I, I could be. I could live my life without uh, watching the Amazing Race again. There. I'm just. Fortunately, that recap lasted as long as my banana. Um, I think I might be able to live without Survivor now. What are you, yeah. what are you thinking of Survivor? It's yeah. I mean, I, I, 
the Ozzy storyline I kind of like just because it's you know the, the resident badass, but uh, now nah, Cochran's not in it. Boring. I don't know. We don't even have to. We, I mean, you have an audition to get to. Do we need to <laughs> really talk about these shows? I'm just like, it's yeah. You're right. Survivor. Eh, they're surviving. I would, you know, I was really, I was all in for Survivor this season. I was really enjoying it, and then as soon as Cochran flipped, it became predictable same old survivor again yeah it's funny his big move ended up to be the move to make the show like boring yeah it made the show exactly the way that survivor always always is and uh, again i'm could you see right through the editing in last night's episode how they kept trying to make it look like cochran wasn't going albert was gonna go yeah yeah i and you know it's you knew that wasn't gonna happen yeah Especially because, again, they spend time watching Ozzy fish. Why are we watching Ozzy fish if there's not anything new going on at camp? And then why would Coch- we, they show Cochran standing in front of everybody pleading to stay if yeah. he wasn't going home? You know, that that, that was kind of a, a, a interesting move on his part. The whole like, you know, look, I know my name is being tossed around, but let me make a plea. To everybody, while Edna's not here, it should be her, not me. Um, and then you guys discuss. Yeah, whatever. I'm not that interested in it. And I don't want any of these people that? to win now. And I don't want to trade sperm with any of them. <laughs> well, don't. All right, let's talk about uh, weekend. What do you got going on? Uh, let's see. <laughs> this weekend, what have I got going on? I think I have some screeners to go to. I, I really haven't gotten back into uh, being home yet. I was out of town for Thanksgiving, um, and everything's just sort of caught up with me doing a day-to-day kind of thing. So um, I feel like I have movie screenings to go to this weekend, but the uh, society, the film society that I normally go to, I think this is their weekend, they used to send postcards out so I could put them up on my fridge and watch them, uh-huh. but now they've eliminated that they're paperless now so they're all on email so i always have to check the email uh and i think the screenings that they're showing this weekend are movies i've already seen i believe the descendants is one of them which i've already seen and Uh. another one but i don't know i kind of feel like i don't have anything going on this weekend and i'm kind of looking forward to not having anything to do this weekend because i was just uh tapped again to direct another play um the La Jolla Playhouse down there in the San Diego area is hosting. Uh, they're asking us to bring the Car Plays, one of these shows that oh, I did yeah. earlier in the year. They want to mount that yeah. down there at the La Jolla Playhouse. So I've been asked to direct one of them just yesterday. Uh, so nice. that's sort of going to start filling up my time. So I know. So that means you have I... to commute down to La Jolla. Well, rehearsals are going to be all up here, but then yeah, I got to commute commute down to La Jolla for the uh, performances. Ah. Uh... Gotcha. Well, that sounds like a nice, uh, nice opportunity, and uh, it's okay not to have anything to do. Yeah, and I just feel the pressure of Christmas. Like I, I know that it's it's twenty four days away, but I just feel uh, like I need to start getting shopping done. Ugh, I'm much. We we don't shop, Hallie and I. We we can't afford to get each other gifts, so we don't. And uh, yeah, I don't really shop for anybody in my family. It's uh. It kind of takes the fun out of the holiday in that, you know, there's not really those traditional things to look forward to. We we have a good time. We eat, you know, a nice meal or two. 
but that's about it. I don't know. I'm a, oh, I'm glum. <laughs> Good. Glad I could drag you down. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, it's uh Saturday's shopping day. And so, uh, that's the annual with the fellas that we went to high school with get together and, uh, basically, you know, loud about union square. So, uh, nice. I'll do that for half the day. And then uh, Holly and I are going to go see a great show at the Bill Graham Civic Center, a band called The National. Looking forward to that. So we'll go see some music. And I think that's it. You know, I'm going to get some crab. It's crab season. They finally worked out. There was this big, uh, you know, war going on between the crab fishermen and the processing houses where they were trying to set the price. There's yeah. a stalemate. And they finally set the price. But they lost a whole week because, you know, it was supposed to open – Last week, right before Thanksgiving, and there was literally no crab, no fresh crab to be had anywhere in San Francisco. Uh-oh. If people were saying there was, it was, they were selling fresh crab, they were lying to you because there was none. I talked to crab fishermen, and uh, whatever that was was frozen. So finally, there's fresh crab. So th- uh, Friday, tomorrow, I'm going to get some and eat it. Uh, I want some eat fresh crab, damn it. I know you love – I've seen you in a bib, and you are happy – as a clam eating your fresh crab. Uh, yeah, I love fresh crab. I love crab. Crab is possibly my favorite food. Maybe we'll do a we'll we'll get you. How about this, listeners? Since there's been an underwhelming response to the uh, win a dream date with Jason and Rob. <laughs> <laughs> How about win a crab feed with Jason and Rob? Yeah, that sounds good. It's entertaining. I'm I'm a master crab eater. I declare you the winner of this set event. So come up and claim your prize, Jason. Come up and claim your prize. All right, you I'll like. be right there. I'm due for a trip to San Francisco. I haven't been there in, what, a month, two months? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, you get the regular rotation. Um, yeah, so that's all I got, man. That's all I got. I, I'm at, I, I feel as if I need to uh, use the bathroom. Um, <laughs> I feel as if the show is long enough. In fact, the show may be too long. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, I got a lot of movies to watch. I got some auditions to get to, and uh, then I got a lot of relaxing I need to do. So thanks do for joining us. Do relax. Good to be back, Rob, <laughs> from our week off. Yeah, we yeah. certainly had a lot next to do. Week, next week is going to be a much more uh, inspired performance. The friends here at What Do They Say. Yeah, exactly. So tune in next week. <laughs> ah, can you tell me what do they say? Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program. Ring ting tingling ding 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 a ling too.